You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm J.B. Wagner. And I'm Eddie Ferguson. And on today's episode, the ducks fly again as we review Mighty Ducks Game Changers. But first, J.B., how are you and the family doing? Doing good. Uh, As always, we keep talking about um, all the new stages we get to with our kids uh, and my daughter, who will be turning two here in the not-too-distant future. Um, She has entered a new stage of uh, her eating, which is the bartering stage. Mm. We have officially entered that stage where she says, no, 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 I don't want to eat that. I don't want to eat what's in front of me. And then we do the whole, well, here's a piece of bread. And her eyes get really big. And she's like, these, these, these. And we go, you have to eat your chicken first or your vegetable or whatever. And she goes, and then she immediately eats it and then goes, me, 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 me. And then we give her that one. So it's a one-to-one ratio. She eats it. And then she's like, more, more. And we're like, you got to eat your, the next thing. And it goes so like she loves that. she loves bread. Bread's her thing. Bread, um, ketchup, just like straight ketchup. We have to get her to actually put chicken in the ketchup, mm. um, not just lick the ketchup off of the chicken. That's a whole another another piece of it. Uh, Let, so let's let's be honest. She's on to something there. Like ketchup is delicious. Chicken is just the vehicle. That's what that's how I feel about salad. Salad is just the vehicle to get the dressing. Right. I mean, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because I know you are quite particular in how you put your ketchup out on a wide surface so that you can get the greatest (laughs) amount of coverage of ketchup per fry. So I I just remember in high school sitting at Wendy's, you giving a rather long explanation of like, because, you know, Wendy's, you, you, uh, you know, you used to like pump into these little tiny little little cups. little little like microscopic cups. And ninety nine point nine percent of us are just like, OK, this is what you want me to do. Boom, I'll do it. You could barely not, get just a little bit of it. Not JB. He's got to lay out several napkins <laughs> to give it some some thickness, some absorption. Right. Absorption. And then, yes, that's and then right, right. you would dump several of those ketchup things out so, that so you then you could literally wider almost wipe your, your fry all the way down the ketchup yes. the the normal person just dips Dunks. and and no. you would have um maybe maybe 25 percent coverage of that's, ketchup that's on generous it. we're talking like 15 percent max okay in those cups JB is is uh, unhappy unless he gets at least upwards of seventy five to eighty percent fry coverage of ketchup. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, so, but Eddie, I did I did uh, graduate myself to another. I I went back to the cups, but what you don't know about some of these cups is oh, that no. you can you can kind of stretch them apart, not yeah. like completely yeah. break them, but you 
they've got all that weird like uh um it's like corrugated, accordion yeah. kind of corrugated yeah, yeah. stuff you you just you just pull the cord and it makes it about two or three times as <laughs> probably like three or four times as big of square footage to put your ketchup in so it's more like a a a bowl than a than a than a little tiny cup so I, I i am a little bit slightly more sophisticated than i used to be but but you know what's reassuring about this no matter how old we grow or kids we have or move on in life deep down inside we're still the same ketchup lover that you truly are yep that, that's that's reassuring and is passed on to my child <laughs> to my daughter yay my son is a picky eater like me and will play the games of chewing but not swallowing Ooh. which is so disgusting so disgusting but yes but we don't want to disgust you out our our, our listeners uh we are going to make a hard right turn uh, into today's episode. But before even we get into that, we are going to talk about a little bit of Disney news as we, as yes. we like to do. Disney plus announced what I think everybody wanted when they finished the Imagineering story, when Disney plus first came out. Right. Um, I, that was the series I was the most excited about. Loved it. Um, and as soon as it was over, I wanted more. I wanted more behind the scenes Disney park material. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. none of this like fairy tale wedding stuff is going to be enough. None of this. This is how we decorate the parks is enough. Cutesy little specials that they put on there. No, I want something robust like the Imagineering story. And they announced this week the Behind the Attraction series is coming out. Produced by Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I I'm so excited. He ha- I hope he's on camera somewhere in here. Yeah. Now, this is such a smart move for them. Um we're big fans of the the Magic Behind the Animal Kingdom series on Disney Plus. Um and so kind of another iteration of that where they are diving deeper into the parks and going behind the scenes on that. Um and they're doing I think it's 10 episodes and they're all going to drop on the same day. They're not going to replace, release they're gonna them. binge this. Yep. They're going to binge oh, this one, Eddie, that's gonna which, be. which makes me think they haven't released an, uh, an official um, runtime of each episode, but it makes me wonder if it's going to be kind of like the inside Pixar episodes where they're only like six to eight minutes long each. Oh. Um, so that's what I'm a little nervous about. I haven't heard anything official, but I wonder, okay, they released all the inside Pixar's at once and those were six to eight. Maybe this is going to be similar. So if we just look at the, the artwork to get an idea of what they're actually going to talk about, Ooh, I it saw looks an article. like, yeah, it, so it looks like it's going to be, it's a small world. Yes. Um, uh, I'm just going kind of around, um, haunted mansion. Um, the um, Star Tours, Jungle Cruise, uh, maybe the monorail. There might be there might be something to do with the monorail itself. Um, the the train that goes all the way around uh, uh, Disney, uh, and then is this is this? I'm trying to tell from the, this image on the left side with the rocket. Is that going to be Space Mountain? Is that Space Mountain that that is? Um, 
Um, on the left side with the rocket. Yeah, that's Space Mountain Space with Mountain. the original TWA Starliner. So even so just from here, here yeah. here's the list. I found it. It's going to be Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, the Castles. That's just going to be one episode. Ooh. The Disneyland Hotel. Interesting. Space Mountain. It's a small world. And then one episode will be trains, trams, and monorails. And then the last one will be Hall of Presidents. Okay, so they have everything but Hall of Presidents in the Disneyland Hotel on this very artwork. <laughs> right. On this on this thing. No, I think we're it's all super excited. Person. We as a family, uh, I got my wife several years ago, I got her a book that's all about the the history of Haunted Mansion. Her favorite uh, ride? Her favorite ride. Uh, the very reason, one of the very reasons we are going to go back to Disneyland. Um and so we 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 love we love the those kind of making the behind the scenes stuff. So the fact that there's going to be a whole series based off this, everyone I've talked to about it when I said, "Hey, have you seen this?" Everyone was like, "Yeah, super excited." So and yeah, I just hope it's it's full. I hope it's robust. Um, I, I would even be happy with, um, I don't know, like thirty minute long episodes. It doesn't need to be like the full 45 hour. I would be fine with like that 25 to 30 minute. Um, I just don't want like a six to eight minute thing where it's just like. No. No. no there's, there's too just much no, there's history not time. There's too much. <clears throat> going on. Like there's too many things that we want to know about these parks. Yeah. These attractions. Speaking of Disney Plus, we our break from all things Marvel is coming to an end this week break from all things marvel you mean the the couple the, the month we had the, off <laughs> the break is coming to an end yeah well i mean when did falcon and winter soldier end was that we could yeah. go back and look at our episode numbers and, I mean, that, that, would, was, and that would tell us when because we did a whole the, synopsis of it but yeah that was probably four four weeks ago yes so we have loki that it's going to be coming dropping tomorrow because wednesday is the new friday so it's tomorrow oh, we, so it's it going to be it, it's going to be the day that you are listening to this. There is going to oh, be really? new. Yep. Why is Wednesday the new Friday for Disney they, Plus? They just decided to to mix it up a little bit. I mean, they They're can't drop everything on Fridays. So Well, I wonder because they've got um movies now coming out on Fridays. So yeah. maybe they don't want to compete they want with you to stay that. At home. They want you to get into the theater, get out yeah. and go see it. That's good. That's we're, a good good idea. We're, we're going to the theater this Friday. This Friday is our fifth wedding anniversary. And Congratulations, we are going, Eddie. I was thank there. Thank you. Yes, you were. Um, I know because pictures are coming up this week of our escapades during that week. Um, the We're going to go see In the Heights, though. Ooh. I think I, I, yeah, I have that done on my list of movies I want to go see. I'm a big musical fan, and that, that just looks really good. So, But anywho... But anywho, that is not why you're here to listen to it. You are here. Oh, hold up. Are you are you stopping me for a second? No, I was saying, you know, we're trying some we're doing something different. Uh, we make our own rules here on this podcast, even though that we have said we are marching from 1988 until 2005, our childhood. We've been in 1995 forever, forever, uh, 
forever. And, that, and, and that it'll be forever and a week. Yes. <laughs> Weird because <laughs> we're taking a special break to review a Disney Plus series that we both have surprisingly, I think, uh, enjoyed. So, yes, we're going to we'll go into that deeper in a second. But what we are talking about today is Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Cue the Disney sound effect. Okay, so IMDb description for the Mm. Game Changers of Mighty Ducks. I have to say that in a weird way. Okay. After failing to make the cut to join the now powerhouse Mighty Ducks junior high hockey team, 12-year-old Evan's mother encourages him to form a new team of underdogs with help from Gordon Bombay, the Ducks' original coach. That was somehow all one sentence. Just just comma after comma after comma. <laughs> just new. When when does it is content. that qualify as a run-on sentence? Yeah, I, I think it, it, it did. But anyways, that uh basically gives you a little bit of a this it gives you the setup, but that's about it. That gives you like episode one. Yeah. Or two. So let's um let's just start with what did you think? When they first announced we're making a Mighty Ducks TV show for Disney Plus, I mean, I was I was super interested in like, oh, they're gonna make a, they're gonna bring the Mighty Ducks back. What are they gonna do with this? I <clears> then <throat> when I saw the trailer drop, I was like, uh, I don't know that I'm into this. I don't know that I that this. Yeah. And also the the kids are not a big part of the trailers at first. Um, I'd have to go back and watch again to see. I haven't seen them since like literally months before it came out. And I was just like, I'm not into this. I'm not, I'm yeah, not happy about this. I remember we talked about that. I think in one of our episodes, we just reviewed like in the news segment, everything that was possibly coming out on Disney Plus, And we had both mentioned we were excited to see what they do with this. And then that trailer just... Um, it came across really flat and one di- one dimensional. Took the took the air out of my wings. Yeah, and then you just kind of had this weird, awkward moment with Emilio Estevez. Um, that was just like it was a lot this. of it was a lot of Lauren Graham. That's yeah. what I remember. A yeah. lot of Lauren Graham. And I'm like, um, um, so I have to say, and I think, I think you watched it first, if I remember correctly. Yes. Because I was, you know, I was just like, eh, I don't know. I just don't want to invest in this. I don't want to, you know, get hurt emotionally. <laughs> um, and you texted me something like, stop what you're doing and go watch Mighty Ducks Game Changers right now. It's like, I think somewhere okay. in there I put, it's so flipping endearing. Yes. I didn't want to like it, but doggone it. They did it. They did it to me. So let's let's start Maxwell there. freaking Sim- Simpkins. Maxwell Simpkins. That's it. Is uh, he is the actor? Oh, that plays the Nick Nick Gaines. That plays Nick. Yeah, yes. that's that's what it. But sorry, you 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 be you begin us off on this. No, let's just start with how they structure this. Okay, um, the whole concept where they kind of flip it on end of the ducks are now the hawks, right? Yes. To think about it. Um, in the old terms and that, you know, they, they just play out so well, kind of modern, 
modern parenting, mm-hmm. right? And just all of the modern pressure. sports parents. Yes, yes. And I think that was the immediate moment where she, Lauren Graham's character, is sitting in the stands with all the other parents Mm -hmm. and is all of the absurd things are being said out loud and to watch her reaction and they almost embrace her reactions. It, that was the moment where I, it kind of clicked for me and went, Oh, I see what they're going to do here. I see why this is going to be a really fun, fun show. Um, And it didn't disappoint, right? That was just kind of the moment for me. Yeah, when when I found out that it was that the villain basically were uh too into their kids sports parents and that whole AAU league sports yeah. and I was like I that that hooked me in immediately yeah. and I was very interested to see what they were going to do with it turning the mighty ducks into the villains to start this off with um kind of that 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 kind of got me through, especially the first beginning little bit of it, as well as our one of our, I mean the 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 star of the secret star of the show, which is Nick Gaines, played by Maxwell Simpkins. I talked about that before. It was just so flipping, just endearing and heartfelt, and I was just like, I want all the best things for this kid. I want him to. The, so the later on, when he has that whole thing trying to get with the girl that he liked, but the girl liked liked Evan, it kind of just tugged at your heart so much. Uh, You just wanted the good things for this kid. Um, I mean, let's let's be honest. Like, this was a very Disney... This is a kind of a Disney Channel show to some degree. Like, when you think about just the... the, 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 the story of it and the 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 message the 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 message throughout it just it just kind of like this could have easily if there even wasn't a Disney Plus this could have been a show on the Disney Channel they probably would have done yeah. things a little bit differently but um, it's like the Disney Channel made now for um, Disney Plus um, era yeah the original development um, as I read it online was by ABC Studios makes sense <clears throat> with the intention of putting it on one of the TV formats of either yep. freeform Disney Channel or on ABC itself and I think it got pulled into Disney plus rather quickly because they needed content for it so <laughs> yeah exactly um. Which is, it was, you know, this was a good, um, I think some of the other kid series that has been released on Disney Plus, like I've watched it and just, it's just really silly. Like I haven't. Florence and the, uh, the the chipmunk or whatever. uh, Oh, that one, that the movie where it's the Florence and Ulysses. Is that a series or is it a movie? That's a movie. We actually really liked that one a little bit. Um, no, I was thinking of things like um, the Diary of a Future President or whatever oh, that one was. That didn't we even. didn't even make it through the first episode. Um, there's like the big fib game show thing. We didn't even make it through the first episode. It was just kind of like eh. this one though. Um, I, I think the they set up a premise really well, right? And the characters are so endearing. Like I just fell in love with all the kids. Yes. And I think that's what they got right was that was the secret magic of the original one is that you just had this misfit group of odd kids. Each one just kind of having their little thing that made you love them. 
And they carried that over to this series and gave us a group of kids that are from kind of every little niche and cliche that you just fall in love with, you're endeared to. And I think you're right. The one that just kind of clicks right away is Nick, right? Played by Maxwell Simpkins. The moment he is, and maybe it's because we're, you know, two nerds who've tried podcasting so many different times. The uh, the podcast, the wraparound come, podcast. Mm-hmm. So funny. And then even those first several episodes where he's like the first half of the series, really, he's still podcasting even while he's still playing and doing those types of things. Um, it was just so, so endearing. Yes, they they ha- they definitely took that. Uh, it was interesting how every single episode they kind of delved into each one of the the, the individual characters and yeah. gave them. So you go, you have the sleepover where you really get to meet Coop a lot better. You have um, the, Coop. The, the Let's talk Coop about him. Okay, was not expecting the turn mm. in that in that episode when he starts singing. No. Lame I mean, his when they coming. first go meet him in the basement and he's like blocking the socks and everything like that was cute. That was kind of funny. Right. And everything. But that moment, he just forever changes. And then he has so many of the great little, you know, um, uh, not wanting to change his socks um, during the, the, the run up to state. And then even the final episode, the final game. Him singing like this most beautiful rendition before of the, the national anthem yep. before the game starts. Um, that's just yeah, it it was just brilliant. It was just a fun little way to do that. Uh, we've also got um, the flapjacks episode where what's his name? He can't skate at all, which was a great moment <clears> when they when they recruit this kid that, that he looks like he looks the part. I think we had talked about that before, and then he gets on the ice and he can't skate can't even skate and then they bring him along i thought that was awesome even lauren graham gets a whole episode where it's just kind of delving into her psyche as she's like uh as she's going too far down the rabbit rabbit hole um into being uh trying to win the game it's like the the third to last episode or something like that yeah i think that's what i was thinking through just in amazement of how they gave every character a, an arc appropriate yeah. to their screen time because it even stood out to me in the final episode i don't know if you caught this the the girl who took over the podcast right from nick when he joins the team at the first episode you have her dad join her and he's just like i why am i even here he's not really saying anything and then by the very final episode, there's the two of them at the game and he's equally engaged in podcasting ah. as his daughter is. And I just like how that's just good writing that you give a little arc to everybody. Everybody is progressing and changing and moving on. When even you get, you get this a, random you, background. Well, you gained a fake arc from Coach T who kind of starts to look like he's yeah. going to open up. But really, he was um, he was really just trying to get information to try to get a, to get a leg up on the situation. The Okay. Coach T. All right. This guy, I wish I would have gone and written all of his one liners through the whole show 
Because he just had so many that I, I can't even remember half of them now. And the, well, the, um, fir- the, the first one was, isn't all of, uh, isn't, we're just here to have fun. He's like, yeah, I'm getting rid of that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to use that anymore. No. So I don't, I wouldn't. So even talking about Kauchi, I, it sounds like you liked him. He was the, probably the worst actor of anybody that was on this show. I would say. I felt and like that's they. What I- I, feel I, like they, I, I they agree just, with you. I couldn't decide: is he a bad actor, no, or is this bad. just how he's playing no, he's, this? He, he. I think he's just a bad actor because I think they just said, "Hey, we need somebody who can uh, skate, can say the words we want them to do, and kind of look like a douche and have slick back hair." Yeah, and he and, and he and, won it. The scene where he is trying to like recruit Evan back to the Ducks. That whole moment, that was just cringeworthy of this. That was that was kind of where I'm going. Okay, is he a bad actor or is this I think, trying I think, to I do this? Very good. No. I think he's just a bad. Yeah. From day one, I was like, he was the weakest of the yeah, character. Yeah. I was still mad when he turned on turned on them in the end, and when he played like trying to recruit Evan and stuff like that. But at the same time, I was like, this guy is not very good. He is yeah. definitely the weakest of the links <laughs> on the, on this chain. Uh, the other, the, I love, yeah, go for I it. love uh, Kelly, the, the lawyer, super mom cheek, right? Is her name yeah, Kelly? Yeah, because she never fully goes like angry or aggressive. Like she's always super passive aggressive in everything she's doing. I was waiting for her to go after Lauren Graham's character at some point, but yeah. she held it together the entire time, but then also kind of has her moment in the second to last ep- or the last episode or whatever. Yeah. We well, have the whole thing where she kind of bonds with, you know, Alex or Lauren Graham's character. And then just very at the end there where she gives the don't bothers the, the, the moniker um that yeah yeah like again every character just kind of has its little arc moment yeah so this was the thing that was kind of that made me sad about the series because when you open it up first episode second episode they are so bad they are so bad at actually playing hockey like (laughs) they are incompetent they can't skate to save their lives they get destroyed it it's it's just all bad all every every second of them playing and i kind of liked it when they were bad it was in it, it kept up with that endearing level i mm-hmm. think the the better they got and the more wins they got and stuff like that it actually it started to lose a little bit of that magic for me because maybe it's because watch them like there is the whole time i think this would have been different if they would have beaten all the bad teams and they were just kind of this ragtag group but then they go play the ducks again who are a powerhouse like team they they shouldn't have ever i i don't think that they should have ever surpassed the ducks in the sense of their ability to make it this like a a somewhat believe i I know it's it's disney and it's crazy and it's whatever it it is fast it is fast i will give you a fast climb yeah, um, it does make for a nice series uh, or, yeah, season, because they'll definitely do another season of this. Um, but what's the what, what is the sequel to this now that they've compl- they've kind of completed? They've come full circle. They are now have oh, taken the Ducks name. Like what? What is the next the, thing? They'll go be a part of the Junior Olympics. 
don't don't follow the same stereotypes <laughs> the, well, same, the same the same narrative well, remember you had it in the final episode as well when um they're sitting in the empty minnesota igloo and he's she's like what are you thinking about and he's like the winter olympics they're gonna need they're gonna need uh, a zamboni driver zamboni driver oh that's right he was gonna go like uh, oh you're foreshadowing something's gonna happen here so i think that made me sad like they didn't need to beat the ducks like in and and i guess technically they didn't they because they had to forfeit uh the last of the season that was that was that was an interesting right that final episode of having them having to forfeit um and them coming yeah. to the aid of their of their of their of their teammate, like I enjoyed that. I thought they that was they cool. They didn't need to actually go beat them. That felt so unrealistic, like so. Yes, uh, but too I far. also I also like that they end the series with the name going back to Bombay. They could have done some other things. They could have I don't like done a shootout or done something that was like. I, I, I it, it felt so, so far for me because the other team was so good, especially up at the front, that there's no way that over a season, as short of a season as they had, they would have. Yeah, they but that's just kind them. of the, the, the spirit of movies like, or shows like this, right? Like that, that if you just have enough passion, if you just have enough desire and teamwork. I feel like it's leading so many kids overcome. astray. No, you're not going to be in one season better than. <laughs> the best team if you sucked. And, and I think that was one of my favorite lines of Nick in the final episode when he was like, when I, f- you know, first joined the Dope Bothers, I didn't even, you know, I- I'd never skated before or something like that. And now I'm average. <laughs> it's like, yes, I love this. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, they didn't need to have them actually win. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like. I was mad about the entire ending because there was the kind of cool, okay, they had to forfeit to help their teammate and this is the show in the sportsmanship yeah. or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm still like, I'm still like they didn't need to actually beat them in a real like full game. Yeah. I would agree with you that it was a bit of a stretch, but at the same time, I, I bought it. I just, I went along like it didn't bother me. I was just, okay. Yep. This makes sense. Um, I don't know. Um, favorite episodes? Do you have um besides the obvious one? Yeah, I mean the sleepover definitely sticks out to me as um one of the one of the big one of the big episodes. Um, something that I just kind of think about is like some some of my favorites. That kind of I'd probably say it's that one. You meet the moms. You meet the um. Uh, you have Coop kind of coming out. I mean, that, that it was a, it was, was a that early episode. on. Was that that was like the third episode? I think. I thought Hockey Moms was a good one. I th- I felt like that was a kind of a fun moment of seeing um, Alex shine a little bit. Um, the honestly, the latter half, I that's kind of where the series waned for me a little bit. I thought yes. like the pond hockey was a little weird. Um, even the episode where, um, um, Alex kind of everything goes to her head a little bit, that just seemed a little weird and forced to me. Um, but I think overall, I enjoyed the nostalgia of the spirit of the ducks. Yes. Episode. Yes. When they, when they brought back, 
They brought back we were all for of the it. old. Yeah, you knew that they were. They had to pull on the nostalgia. Did you cord. like the uh, the ode to the one major duck that didn't make make it uh, into that episode? This, Charlie, uh, Charlie this, didn't this, come because he. This knew is why Charlie never wants to come around again. Yeah, like no, it's because he's the only actor that's still doing big movies. <laughs> yes. yourself. Although, what's his name is did Daredevil and and some other things. The other thing, oh, so the other thing that I not to harp on the 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 bad stuff about this the, the series the other one that i did not care for was uh how they built up this whole thing of like i know what i gotta do guys i gotta fire my mom and then it's literally one minute into the next episode and she's like you're right you're right son you did need to fire me that's a good call okay bye-bye <laughs> just like that's what? it that was yeah. the lead up no like tension no drama between the two of you you're right. just like sitting and hanging out with your boss the rest of the time. And then you come, come to help save the day at the end. Like that was all that. Yeah. I think that what was that head games maybe. Yeah. No, that was definitely not a great, not a great sequence of events. I would say. Um, Emilio Estevez. We haven't talked about him yet. The true, um, kind of throwback nostalgia guy of this whole thing. The cranky uh, old man. He has, um, I don't know. I, I there's that moments where it's cheesy. There's definitely moments at the beginning where I am wondering: Is he learning how to act again? Like <laughs> this is really odd. Uh, but overall, I do like the journey of his character. I do enjoy. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed, I enjoyed him. him a lot, and I feel it's like especially by the end. Okay, he remembers how to act again. Like he's he, doing he played it restrained. Yes. He played it restrained the majority of the time. I, you could tell at moments you would have expected another actor to like go to go farther, and he kind of played it like some of the stuff that with uh, when he's with Evan's dad and stuff like that. You almost expect them to go a little bit too far, but mm-hmm. he kind of reserve. He kind of like didn't quite go the full distance on some of the stuff he could have before. I, I, I liked him. Do you want to know a little interesting tidbit? I read that he started this show the same age his dad started the West Wing. No. Yeah. No, he can't be that old. Yeah. Like, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that. Mm-hmm. We think West Wing started 21 years ago. That's crazy. Like 98. He doesn't, doesn't, like, if you threw him into the same room as Jeb Bartlett, you would think they were many years different. Well, you guys, you got to go back and watch the very first episode, like the pilot episode, because that would have happened when he was much younger. I, th- I think he's either the same age or it's like he's only a year younger than when his dad started that. A lot of people don't know that. Emilio Estevez. His I mean, dad is okay, Martin okay. Sheen. Maybe, maybe I'm seeing it. Maybe you are winning me over because it's very, very brown hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm just going to start watching The West Wing tonight as I edit. So good. It's so good. So, um, 
you're the professional, so let me ask you something <laughs> that has bugged me the whole series. Okay. What is up with the soft edges? The did soft you pick edges. up on, Why did they do soft edges on the whole on, on like on like so much so many of the shots? It's all the all the the, the perimeter. Eddie, it's a, I, I, I it's don't know. A look. It's it's who it's else a feeling, is doing this? It, 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 nobody's doing this, but it's 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 made to feel. Did you see this? Feel or sentimental. It, it's supposed to make you feel um, warm and fuzzy. But it's like so much of this show has yeah, that. It is. So it is. so it it was really there because I'm not gonna lie. There were several moments where I'm like. Am I in my glasses? I'm like no, taking my a, glasses off and cleaning them and decision. looking at it. It's a creative decision. It's probably most likely a lens that they, a special lens they use that kind of like softens things quite a bit. They've got filters that they can use for it. Uh, a lot of um, skincare commercials <laughs> use it. <laughs> but now Did I it annoy go back you? And, no, I, I mean, I see that stuff and then I kind of just keep on going with my, <laughs> with my life. But um, no, I that is funny. No, and this is great. It drove normally, me nuts. normally it drove I'm the me one nuts. with this very specific question about something and want to know. So I'm glad that the tables have turned and you are providing us with some very specific thing that annoyed you. Every time it happened, I'm. It just seemed odd to me, and I think the moment I just I, I couldn't stand it anymore was the whole episode where they're playing on the pond, right? Pond hockey. Because it was like, one, this is obvious you built some plexiglass skating rink in the middle of a set. Like, this could not be more fake. Yep. Then you do that soft edge on the whole thing. (laughs) Stop it. And it makes it it. look worse. Yes, I'm just like, no, no, don't do this. (laughs) Like, you... You've already shocked me. This is better than I thought it was going to be. Don't do stupid stuff like this. And we should say we we haven't re- we've kind of had it. We are not. We are saying that we like this series, but it has a ton of cheese ball stuff in it. Oh yes, tons of cheese tons. ball. It is not devoid of the cheese ballness that you would expect from something like this. We're just saying that it was still endearing. While yeah. being cheesy, nowhere near the level of like your Mandalorian WandaVision, right? Where it's just this like is not epic. in the same conversation, even though it no. is on the same podcast channel. They, the <laughs> same podcast. They, I'm trying to think, like, yeah, like they could have released this on Freeform, and it would have been like, oh, th- that's sweet of them, you know, I. I don't think I would have watched it if it was on Freeform because I don't have Freeform. Yeah, like, we don't, you know, things we, like that. Like, who even watches TV? We only watch this because, and probably the reason we're giving it its own uh, episode two is because we just covered the Mighty Ducks. We've been talking about it quite a bit. I think that's what really <clears throat> and it was it better about. than we were expecting it to be. So we were giving it. We were giving it more than it deserved because it gave and, us and, more than we deserved. Right. And you and I have talked about this, right? Like our expectations leading into something dictate so much of how you react to something. I've I've made too many mistakes in my life hyping something 
Yeah. And then my then somebody being like, oh, that was way that was not at all what I was expecting it to be. And so I, I, I try to play it cool. I know that we have a whole podcast where we spent half the time talking about Cruella last week, but then I spent all of this week just going, hey, is, have you guys seen Cruella? No, you haven't. I would really highly suggest you go watch that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm like, no, please go see it so I can talk with you about it. I was trying to remember there was some movie in college that you and I were both so excited about. And then when we went and saw it, it was just like such a disappointment. And I can't remember what it was. Talking about remember, Lady in the Water, or I know that, that might might have been it. I know there was a, the the I don't know if it was the first time or second time we literally the movie ended, and then Derek Anger yelled, "That movie sucked." <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't think it sucked when I saw the that time. Oh well, the happening. The happening is oh. definitely in that category. You talk yes. about a movie. It, That's awful. So it was interesting the first time I saw it, but that thing is one of the steepest drop-offs over uh, multiple viewings. Steep, steep downhill curve. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That, that movie's awful. So... This definitely, I think, rose to a higher level just because we were already starting so low. Um, but I I would say, like, we watched it, most of it, except for at, towards the end, just because we got behind in it. And I had to kind of get caught up for tonight. Um, we watched it together as a family. Like, Lewis really loved it. He calls it the hockey show. The He's hockey like, show. We, we watched the hockey show. We watched the hockey show. Um, so I mean, it's it's enjoyable, it's funny, it's got you know several kind of so much heart, it does, it has a lot of heart, and I I enjoy things like that. But I I was not running to watch it every Friday when it came out. You, um, this all the other series, yeah, yeah, and even where it was like, we have nothing else to watch. Should we watch an episode of this or should we watch, you know, a show we've watched a couple yeah. dozen times? We go and we watch another episode of something we've already seen a dozen times. So you ready to rate this season one? Whew. So let's just kind of give ourselves uh, some a spectrum here. Are we saying like five is Mandalorian? Yes. Okay. Did we ever do a standalone episode on the mandalorian i think we did but maybe we didn't i'm not sure if we did i think i think wandavision was the first non-movie that we really gave its own because that's another one where i think we were like eh, what's this wandavision thing looks weird and then we were like oh yeah then we did uh falcon and the winter soldier and Mm -hmm. others so Mm -hmm. all right so I think I'm going to give it a solid three. That's exactly what I was going to give it. I was, I'm mad that you actually said that first. That's the drama. (laughs) I'm mad you said it first because I thought I was so clever in giving it a three. It's right down the middle, middle, right down the middle, right down the middle. It's better than you than you think it's going to be, but it's not going to be, it's not go to watch. It's not must watch. Right, yeah. I think if anybody had hyped it, 
I wouldn't like it. Right. Like if someone been like, this is the, this you is amazing. It's incredible what they did. I would have been like, well, what was really mm. funny. We were at somebody's house and we had turned on, like there was a whole group of people over and we had turned on. You want to talk about hype? We turned on Bluey for, from Disney Plus. Have you watched Bluey yet? Mm. This is where it's at, folks. All right. If you've got kids four or under, Bluey is where it's at. So we turned on some Bluey and somebody said, what's that Mighty Ducks thing? And I went, oh, it's Mighty Ducks Game Changer. It's the, the TV show that's kind of, kind of like a reboot or whatever. And they're like, oh, is it really good? Like, would you recommend watch it? And I went, yeah. You know, and you hate to hear it. <laughs> did I just say that out loud that I've watched most of this? Um, so I I was giving this such a mixed review where they're and the person I was telling it to, they were like, "So should I go watch it?" Because you're telling me no. And I came back to, did you really love the Mighty Ducks when you were a kid? And they said, eh, I watched it a couple times. It wasn't like then one no. of my favorite movies. And I said, no, then I probably wouldn't watch it. That's why my wife wasn't into this at all. Because she didn't grow up watching she didn't, the Mighty she, Ducks. She didn't really care for the Mighty Ducks, so. Yeah. Uh, so even, I think that's where three is just a solid, solid number right straight the down the middle. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week of uh, Honey. We made a Disney podcast. Uh, next week, we are going to go back to our our walkthrough, charge charging through. I'm sure at that point we will have a little bit of a tease from first impressions, maybe a Loki potentially. Who knows? We'll see. But next week we are going to continue uh, the march with a little little more JTT action with Tom and. Huck and uh, let you let you take you back through 1996 and what all the catastrophes and plagues and all of the bad things that happened in 1996 to refresh your memory. Uh, there was uh, oh, I, there was there, this was uh, I already know there was an, this is an election year, so that will also play into it as well. But yep. So an Olympics too, if Olympics I remember correctly. In yeah. in America, in Atlanta, Atlanta Olympics. Yeah. And yeah. So thanks for listening. 